News Talk ZB International Correspondence with Fisher Funds, New Zealand's most trusted Kiwi Saver provider. And our US correspondent Dan Mitchison is with us now. Hi, Dan. Hello, good afternoon. So the poll's been done and most Americans blame woke politicians for recent crime. How so? Well, I think they're just they're they're just tired of of not having enough police and being PC and we are just seeing crime increasing in all the major cities here across the US right now and I think 64% of people in this poll right now blame woke politicians and it's split between say 52% of Democrats and about 75% of Republicans. And I don't know, I mean you you look at the current climate of what's going on if if you know it's some would say this is surprising. Others would say no, but it finds that we're not very hopeful right now over here mm-hmm. when it comes to the future of crime. And I think most people you talk to on the streets say things are just going to get uh, a, a lot worse, especially when you have the defunding of police departments, which is one of the top reasons for the spike in crime. And they also polled the views of the police and the military. What was the outcome there? Uh, not great. Uh, there's a lot of mistrust with uh, police. And as we've seen with uh, the military over here, and we've talked about before, on, on the program is they're having a harder and harder time getting people into the military right now. You know, they're offering signing bonuses of, of uh, $20,000 to get recruits in there. They're, they're trying to lower some of the standards right now because they just can't get anyone into the four major branches over here. So I think these are going to be some big issues that people are going to talk about. Will they be the biggest issues in the midterm? Probably not, as you just heard on the world wires. Abortion is certainly up there. The economy is certainly up there. A possible recession is certainly up there. But it's it's something that people are talking about. Now, Dan, uh, Bob Woodward, of course, the famous Washington Post reporter, mm-hmm. he's releasing a new audio book and it's called The Trump Tapes. Tell me a little bit about this. Are these the interviews that he did for one of his books? Is that right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. For his, his most recent book. And uh, he's releasing eight hours of, of recordings. And if I were President Trump right now, I would be thinking, I just can't catch a break. Uh, because uh, during this interview, it sheds a lot more, or I should say these interviews, because he did a number of them, um, it sheds a lot more light about the relationship that uh, the former president had with Kim Jong-un. Um, president Trump in these tapes said, I, I didn't really go in with a, a real plan. Um, he said it was more about instinct, and it goes into letters that the leader wrote to Trump and his relationship with Vladimir Putin. And he said... Um, and, and this is Woodward who said about uh, Mr. Trump, he said, yes, the guy is divisive and he's deceptive and he's raw, but you also hear him laugh, which, you know, we certainly don't hear him do uh, a lot at, when he's at these rallies. And he's a great host and he's trying to win over Woodward and sell the presidency to him. So he is just like we have thought from day one, a, a, a full time salesman. Because I was thinking if you've read Wood, Woodward's book, then you've probably got a gist of what those interviews are. But actually, you're getting a sense of the personality, aren't you, by listening to the audio tape, the actual interview? <laughs> I think you do, too, because, you know, you have to edit so, so much, even if your book mm. is five or six hundred pages. And he, you know, Woodward had something like 20 interviews over the course of this that, that he, he began back in 2016, too. So when, when Trump was a presidential candidate and then he conducted more in 2019 and I think more in 2020, too. So I think there'll be more looking through these tapes and analyzing what went on between Trump and these leaders. And, and I think a lot of this might be used uh, against him for any future hearings or, or trials as well, too. It, it sounds like there's going to be a lot of meat in this. Or potential pre- president runs. Yes, that too. <laughs> now, New York congressional candidate has really sort of created an unusual conversation piece when it comes to getting a little mm. bit of attention in the elections. Yes, his name is Mike Aikas. He is a third party congressional candidate. And as you mentioned, he's running in New York and he supports legalizing sex work. And so 
he decided to shoot his own porn video and he posted it to a popular adult website, Pornhub. And he said, if I would just talk about this, it wouldn't demonstrate my commitment to the issues. And the fact that I actually did it, he said, was a huge learning experience and influenced uh, items on his platform. Um, it's called Bucket List Bonanza. It's been viewed about 6,700 times since it's been posted. Uh, it's, it's got a 58% <laughs> approval rating, which I don't know if, if that's too good or not, too. Because I mean, he had, you know, he had no chance of winning, did he, Dan? I, you know what? I would normally say no, but you know, ever since things turned around in 2016, politics know. over here, anything is possible. Anything I, is possible. Okay. Have you ever seen anything like this when it comes to getting a little bit of attention and starting a conversation? No, I haven't. And, you know, part of me was thinking, okay, since I'm doing this story, I should probably dig a little <laughs> deeper into this. And the other part of me said, I don't need to go there. No, I don't need to go there. I was going to ask whether just out of, you know, uh, no. journalistic integrity while you're talking to me, whether you'd actually clicked play. No, no, my, 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 that's above my pay grade for this particular story, I think. <laughs> really nice to talk to you, Dan. Thank you, you so too. much for your time today. Uh, that was uh, Dan Mitchinson, our US correspondent.